Water Buffalo TM is back with another Buff Talk. Three, two, one. Hey, what's going on, guys? It is Old School Matt here. We are joined by Chris Fidal tonight on a Buff Talk. Chris's first time on the podcast, and we got a crazy podcast today. We're going to get into a whole bunch of different things. But before we do, Chris, you just want to introduce yourself to the Water Buffalo people, Water Buffalo viewers out there. Let them know who you are and what you do. Hey, of course. Hey, my name is Chris Weddell. Uh, I've known Matt for a couple years now, and right now I'm a trainer and a server for a job. But when it comes to uh, what we're about to talk about, I would call myself an up-and-coming and learning philosopher. Definitely. We're definitely, um, me and Chris definitely have some philosophical type of conversations in the past. We've talked about a bunch of different things, Um, but I think the first thing we're going to hit on because we've, by the time this podcast comes out, there would have been a podcast by a girl named Heather Nielsen, who's an expert on masturbation, pornography and whatnot, and the effects it has on uh, individuals mind. But uh, we wanted to have a podcast today to talk about, I I think it's just becoming the most alpha version of yourself, really, you know? What do you think? I mean, it's definitely a task that a lot of young men should consider uptaking because if you think about it in this world, I mean, you're competing with the rest of the world when you're talking about your job, your economy, and, you know, everything becomes kind of everything on the internet is on the internet and it's all online. So you're not just competing like you used to with just the guys in your town. You're competing with at least the whole country or at Mm -hmm. least all the people in in your state. You know, so it's very important for you to become the best version of yourself, especially in this world where it's full of a lot of useless information. Yeah, 100 percent. And I think uh, we we could just break it down. We'll just get into the conversation. But I think when I started to become the best version of myself was probably my sophomore year of college. But I still had a lot of learning to go through. Mm -hmm. I think that the three things that kind of put me in my place was realizing that me as an individual needed to evict distractions which is the first thing for me that's that comes with the, the whole masturbation the pornography the going out to you know nightlife for no reason um doing stupid things the next thing was learning about heartbreak for sure learning how to overcome you know someone in your life that's mentally put you through it and and some people might be watching this and never have had that situation happen before but i think it's crucial for men oh, to yeah. go through something like that and me and you both have and then uh, the third thing is finding a common ground where you uh where you with you and yourself can realize what you want to do as an individual on like a philosophical level like kind of looking at like not being specific about okay let's just say chris wants to let's just say own a gym one day or he wants to become uh the best trainer in south florida whatever it might be um not just that but like on a bigger scale like I want to do this. I want to be the best at whatever I do. And then from there you get to get into things. But that first thing is always the hardest for people is like letting go of distractions. Would Mm -hmm. you agree? I would agree and say that a lot of people think you're competing against other people. And I did say like you're competing against other people, but the first person you have to compete against is yourself Mm -hmm. because how are you going to compete with them? If you're like a weaker version of yourself and you're still full distractions, you're still, I mean, if we're talking about masturbating, man, I mean, dang, like that's, that's even if we're not talking about the negative health consequences and the negative psychological consequences, that's a waste of time. A hundred (laughs) percent. Like 20 minutes, just gone. (laughs) Yeah, no, any, anything that you're in, in taking, um, information that's wasting your time and we do it a lot too. It's not like, you know, just masturbating or just watching porn is a, is a waste of time. Like scrolling on Instagram, Netflix, all that stuff is a waste of time. But the thing is 
me and Chris have been trying to minimize these things. And a lot of other successful people talk about that being a, a big key to their their focus is, is cutting out distractions. Because the more distractions you have, I think the more stressed out you actually become. Oh, yeah. Because the more when, when I'm really focused on something, I can take on like five or six different tasks and feel like I'm on fire. But when I start getting lazy and I start, you know, maybe scrolling on Instagram too much or worrying about things that I shouldn't worry about or like just kind of bullshitting with my time, I feel like that's when I'm the most stressed, you know, even if even if I have the same amount of work when I'm focused and I'm driven and I have no distractions, I feel I can take on like 10 times as many things as if I was distracted. Right. Yeah. And that one one of the biggest things for me was uh, a couple of years ago was was stopping the pornography, stopping the masturbation. And I didn't really think of it as a tool or anything like that. I did it for like moral reasons because I was in a relationship. But now the more that I see like friends of mine, like Chris, for example, just started it kind of recently. And some other friends of mine have been doing it. Uh, they've been preaching the, the benefits of it. I'm like, wait, maybe this was the kickstart to like how things change. Right. So. I think it's a kickstart. I mean, I recommend it to anyone to try it. Just stop. Number one, I mean, just stop watching porn, mm -hmm. right? Like, that's the first step. If you stop watching that, your view of not only women, and let's say we're talking about men in this context, or let's say women looking at men, your outlook will be completely different because you're not being stimulated by this fake reality, which, by the way, a lot of the kinks are disgusting. I mean, you yeah. look up stepdad stepbrother yeah. like all these disgusting things and you have to understand you're letting yourself get aroused by these said kinks and other yeah. weird stuff and then you're storing that in your brain and then boom boom now you're a kinky guy no 100 percent. i don't now i don't like to judge any i'm not like the bedroom police so i'm not going to like police you what you can do sexually with yeah. your your partner or whatever um and I'm also not the the jerk off police either. Like I'm not going to go telling you to stop masturbating. But I think you had a good point there. Is like these kinks or whatever, like these weird obsessions with these things that will never happen in real life. Or hopefully they hope they don't. Uh, hopefully they don't. <laughs> I mean, they could. Like obviously they could. But then there's like you know crazy shit I've seen. I haven't personally seen, but I've seen stuff on social media where people are looking up like animals and shit like that. Like it gets bad. Yeah. And I had a conversation with the the the, the therapist girl that I talked to or a woman that I talked to. Uh, a week ago about this and she's like yeah like people tell me what they're into and it's it's like close to like they would get in trouble by the law for doing this <laughs> stuff you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and that's a whole nother conversation but you you said something about you like you're manifesting these crazy acts and i want to i want to like put this point in there too it's like it's kind of like almost telling yourself like hey I, i'm gonna i'm gonna fly like you know i'm gonna do this I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be able i'm gonna to learn how to um you know, just do something crazy that it, it does not based in reality. Yeah. And that's when you start to get delusional about things. And delusion brings a lot of unnecessary things in your life that can cause you a lot of stress and can also like make you do shit that's that gets you in fucking trouble, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that delusion and then it's also just, I'm not judging anyone for their kinks, right? But imagine you didn't really have anything. Like, I think everyone has kind of weird things they like, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, innocently weird things imagine you watch this as a very young child your brain's still developing and these kinks were never something that you were into yeah you just as a horny you know young person wanted to have sexual arousal just like all of our bodies have that want yeah. and need and that's what's very dangerous about this it's like you doing that can be giving you things that quite frankly aren't you 
and yeah, it's no. just conditioning. It's from another sure. source, and you don't even. There have been allegations on, let's say, Pornhub, right? There have been allegations, of a lot minors, of allegations yeah. of minors. And I'm be yeah. quite frank, how the hell would you know if all that makeup and all that weird stuff, honestly? Yeah, no, I mean, there was a girl on TikTok that I saw. She just, she's still in high school and she's doing pornography. Oh my god! Yeah, she's 18. So they allow it. Yeah, but she's. I think I don't. I don't remember her name, but I made a TikTok commenting on uh, on on one of her videos or something like that, or someone yeah. video of her, and she's basically just doing something. I just called her out, and then I went on her thing, and I was like, "This girl's this girl's only 18." Yeah, like I saw graduation pictures or like something, and then I clicked on another podcast that she was on. She was talking about it, and uh, I was like, I was so. I was so amazed in a bad way. I don't know if it's amazed is a good one. I was so shocked. Yeah. That shocked. like someone's <laughs> someone's parents would allow them to do this while they still live in their house. And then I looked her up online, not to like go look at pornography, oh, yeah. but just looked her up to see if it was legit. And dude, like the uh, if you look up a porn star, right, online, yeah. and you go to like whatever they show, like the suggested images, there's like their porns all over there. Yeah. And this girl was like, you know, fucking there was it's not like she was a new porn star. She's been doing porn for a while. So oh my God. it must have been months. I, I'm, I'm going to find this girl's name. I totally forget her name, but um, she's dating a blonde kid. So if anyone's watching this podcast or a snippet or whatever and can think of this person, let me know. I would actually love to interview her. That's another thing. Yeah. Like, aside from all this, I want to be able to get other people's perspectives on this because I want to see like where where does the brainwashing like take these people? Because at the age of 18, you have your whole life ahead of you. Like how how do you turn to pornography? Yeah, like why you know is I mean? it why does it come to you like, hey, I want to make money by having sex with random people and not just random people, a lot, a lot of random, random, random people, people. Yeah. like more than you could count in your head. You they probably don't even remember all of them at all. Oh no, hundred percent. And and it kind of ties back to what we were talking about earlier. Is like we allow this. You know, yeah. if if men never watch pornography, there, there wouldn't be a demand for porn stars. Seventy percent of the internet is porn. Yeah, no, it's insane. I think like <laughs> I think like ninety percent of men masturbate or something like that. Yeah, useless information. Seventy yeah. percent of the whole internet. I mean, imagine all the good we could do of like replacing that seventy percent with like mental health awareness or just self learning. Like, oh, like you can learn how to code or stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Whatever just for jobs, but porn. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I don't know how how it all started I, I would i would be really curious and i think this is something i want to look into eventually one day is i think that like i think porn has really really a negative impact more than what we think you know me and you both think it's pretty bad and we, we probably are more the extreme side i don't know why it has to be called that but we're like yeah. on the extreme side of pornography right but i think there's an even deeper like destruction of society that has come through that oh i yeah. really do 100 i mean you just look at, let's say, people's standards now, right? Like, let's say you talk to a normal guy in the street, and let's say this guy is not very fit, he's not very successful, he works at McDonald's, right? I bet you he thinks that he deserves, let's say he's at, like, a four. I bet you he thinks he deserves, like, a six or seven just because he's watched so much fucking porn, and he's literally conditioned his brain to kind of trick his brain into ejaculating every time to, like, a a nine or 10, right? So he's tricking his brain into thinking he's screwing all these hot girls, but he's yeah. not, he's watching a video. So what happens, he's like, oh, that's a little unrealistic. Let's go down a few points. Yeah. And for women, oh my gosh, like the standards, it's like 
the same thing. It's like they can watch, they watch porn too, dude. Oh yeah. No. And that's the thing I was talking to the Heather about in the one part of the podcast was that like, it's not just men, it's women. Yep. Yeah. They read it too. But even then the description's still there. It's like, you know, this dude, he's Chad, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But most women, you know, if they really know what truly make them happy in men, you just need someone that kind of looks like similar of you and the same looks level, the same values, and you're good to go. That's how, that's what should make you happy. Yeah. But instead now people all were so like, look at some of the most popular apps like Instagram, TikTok. We're so appearance focused now more than we ever should have been. hundred percent. You know, like that's just one, but we could go all night about how society has probably changed and how literally probably sexuality has changed. Because if you think about it, let's say you're watching like some some porn, right? You're not just watching a girl, my friend. <laughs> you're watching another dude. Another man, yeah. And you're kind of getting off to that. I'm just saying like the guy's present, the guy's there. Another thing, it's kind of simp like you're watching another man yeah, do the pleasure to her, not the other way around. 100%. And it's a, it's, it's a weird thing, man. And like I don't want to be this. I do. I, I think me and Chris both have a, a good perspective in like trying to be pioneers in our in our in our uh, generation, per se, online or whatever it might be. I know there's other guys doing it out there, but like I feel like it's almost like like my duty. Like I have to. Like if you if you yeah. think about the act of doing it, and I don't mean to get personal and, and fucking uh, what's it called brutal, not brutal, um, gruesome or like maybe cruel, cruel here or yeah. whatever, but it's really sick, man. Like yeah. if, if, <laughs> if you think about like wanting to quit, just like go and go in the mirror and look at what you're doing. Like you're staring at a screen of somebody doing Fuck some horrific girl. sex, sexual act, whatever it might be, girl, girl, and whatever you go watch, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like hanging upside down or whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. Like just think about like, you're staring at someone who made a video months ago. And you're getting self-pleasure from watching these two strangers that you don't even know. Yeah. Do sexual things with each other. That's probably shot four or five times. It's not like this is like a beautiful lovemaking. And, and it's not like they're catching the moment when they're like falling in love. The, it, that would be weird too. But this is like, it's acted out. They like yeah. do all these scenes on purpose. It's like literally you, fake. Yeah. If you go watch <laughs> any any um, podcast with a porn star. Cause I got curious. I was like, what goes through these girls' minds? You know, it was serious. Like, what what yeah. goes through these these girls' minds at the? And a lot of them, they don't give a fuck. They just they're like the they don't want to be they don't want to be uh, mothers. They want to just live their life. But the funny thing is, is that some of them want to be mothers. Now, I don't know if you've seen uh, Lana Rhodes. Yep. Lo uh, Lawrence was telling me about this today. She's gonna have a child. What? And and I Man. dude, like like I feel terrible for this child because he's gonna. And listen, maybe you know I think we've had podcasts about this before. Do people change? Do people not change? I don't know. But this poor kid's going to be bullied for the rest of his life. I mean, I bet you she made a video last month, man. I mean, change. Yeah. You know, and then even then it's like part, part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is like we want to make sure that this is like the most extreme, I think, simp you can go. Who is this dude that put a baby in her and is marrying her? Like that is like the ultimate He's a good-looking guy, too. I've seen him before. Oh, he's so you know about this. Yes, he's a very good-looking, handsome, attractive man. He could have any virgin or any, you know, higher value, higher value woman, but he chose her. I mean, I I don't know. Whatever you do in life, men, I mean, don't do that. Don't yeah. marry a porn star. He married her? I thought they just got, he just got her pregnant. I don't know. 
I don't know, man. But yeah. even then, why would you date a porn star? For uh, example, no, I don't right? understand that at all, man. I think that's, I think it's a very fine line. It's like we'll, we'll kind of like hit on this a couple more points, then we'll wrap up and talk about some other distractions because I don't want to just make it all about jerking off and porn. But we probably will get back to it eventually. <laughs> but um, it's like this, you know, with the whole I've had arguments and debates about the whole body count and like the whole like, you know, just sexual energy that happens among people like people have fun right people have their own time they you know they go around they, they do what they have to do but like to the extremity of like a porn star or like you know what i mean yeah like the amount of and it's at that point it's not even that like sex is for love for them it's just an act it's just physical at that point you know yeah as many times as a porn star has seen a, a man's penis or a girl's vagina both multiple men's pe- at the same time yeah. At that point, it's like it's like the fat person that eats a lot of food and gets becomes overweight. What happens to their body? They get insulin resistant because they get so much of this pumping of food. Their insulin levels are going out of the roof. Eventually, their body just stops producing, stops re- yeah. uh, responding to insulin, stops producing insulin. They become diabetic. I think it's the same thing with these porn stars or you know these people that you know part, partake in a lot of sexual activity over their whole life and they never really settle down. I think it's the same thing. You know, how, how could your body not? Yeah, I think they've lost yeah. about the value of, of that act, which is supposed to be beautiful and shared between two people that love each other. They've perverted it so much in their own lives and, quite frankly, for the lives of others, that yeah. now it's lost its value to them, probably, you know? No, 100%. And I just, like I said, it, it's, it's okay for, you know, there's like, people have their own standards in relationships, but the level of, you know, allowing that into your life from like a porn star to me just doesn't make any sense. And I really, I I really, I don't want to like degrade these human beings as like these disgusting people. Um, cause they're human beings at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, it's sad that I see them as misled to be quite frank. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, uh, that's the thing. Like, you know, you never, and and that's also why I want to do a podcast with somebody like that. Yeah. I want to just pick their brain. I want to know why, what, what got you into this stuff? Like, w- were you not good at anything else? Was there not anything you wanted to attack or whatever, or like have ambition for in life? Maybe some people are just addicted to sex, but I think that like you were saying, maybe we can get onto this on another podcast is like they're conditioned to think that they are, you know? Yeah. 100%. And, and when you get that money in your face, I can't lie. Like, I mean, I wouldn't do it personally because I believe in a lot of things morally and ethically. There's no amount of money someone would offer me that would make me do these things and put myself out there like that. But you know, some people, they just don't have maybe the mindset or they're not strong willed or I don't know what it is, man, but it's crazy. I've been offered some like features and I'm just like, yeah, nah. <laughs> like just not. And I always say it's more reasons. I do not think what we would create would be good. And to be quite <laughs> frank, I don't want other people watching. It's just yeah. not like I said, I, I truly think that it's an action between two people that love each other. And that's when it's at its best. And below that it's just a little bit of a perversion but i mean taking it to the point of like these crazy like crazy situations they have on these videos i do not think i would not want my 15 year old son or daughter to be watching like these blacked videos or these gangbang videos or something crazy like that is just inhuman but yeah and like i said uh, we were saying earlier kind of ties back into like allowing yourself to become delusional and then you start believing these things and then you start wanting to try these things. Yep. And then, you know, one wrong thing with the wrong person. And now you're potentially facing a sentence because you're getting charged with rape 
or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? Did you hear a story about this uh, dude? It was this, uh, the, these two college students were at a party and they decided to have sex in a car, right? And we, you and I both know, and many young men know, choking is a very common yeah, kink, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, here's what happened. They were both pissed drunk. He ended up strangling her while having sex with her. To and death? She died. Yeah, and she died in the car. And it just makes you wonder why. Like, why can these people just have enjoyed their interaction without craziness? But, you know, at the end of the day, I bet you that I don't think he wanted to kill her. I think she probably asked for more and more and more. And then, boom. Yeah, it was a, yeah. It was a mistake. Yeah. I, I, I would hope so. I mean, I mean, if he was doing that, he probably liked her a lot at the moment. Yeah, it was probably a mistake and just hit. I mean, a lot of things like that can happen. And, like, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's never going to be me. And this is not, you know, I'm... But that's how you get humbled, man. Like, yeah. you, you think that it's not going to be you. And, you know, you do something the wrong way with a girl and it rubs her the wrong way. And in today's society, you could be fucked, man, for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, and you might just be the wrong person that gets charged with something like that. And maybe everything you do, let's say you're a student athlete, for example, like at UF or any other university in Florida. If you get accused for doing something like that, whether you're guilty or not, they kick you out of the school. I had in a your friend. future. Have, yeah. And your future is gone. So just like wrapping all of that, those points up, like the, these videos, these kinks, these delusions, yeah, I think is, is like the, the, one of the, the negative side effects, the other negative side effect that we haven't really touched on too much, but we probably will for a couple minutes here is just like the, the physical benefits of just not masturbating. Yeah. I mean, you know? it was practiced for celibacy was, you know, advised and practiced a long time ago, thousands of years ago. It's been a thing in so many different parts of the globe, whether it's ancient China, Egypt, Greece, uh, you know, not the Romans so much, but during the time of the Romans, you know, the Germanic people, uh, there's a reason why our priests, you know, and let's say our, like, let's say the Catholic church, for example, they were celibate. It wasn't just for, oh, it's immoral to do like sexual things, you know? It was for, quite frankly, ability and power because truth be told, I mean, if you try this out, don't, you know, retain and don't, you know, just spill. You're going to find a lot of energy that you didn't find before because, I mean, I'm sure every dude kind of notices this, but after you like have sex or, you know, you ejaculate that drop in energy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like that drop of energy, you don't need to have that. Yeah. And, you know, there are some people like uh, Nikola Tesla or Isaac Newton. You told they, me was they were the virgins. Like, well, well I, I believe it was uh, Isaac Newton was a virgin for his whole life yeah. because he knew about this property and he just wanted to get things done. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a big sacrifice to have. And I think that obviously there's like extreme extreme versions of like there's like that. Like you can go to the extreme and not do that. But. Then again, like he's gonna be remembered forever. For he's he's he's, he's you know what I mean? physics. <laughs> yeah. He's the when you think of the word physics or science in general, even science, like you think of fucking Isaac Newton is one of the yeah. people I would think of. You think scientists, I name him Albert Einstein. You know what I mean? That would be the top two people I would name. And it's just like, yeah, it's uh, physiologically the reason is is because you your body releases a shit ton of prolactin after you you ejaculate, and um, it, it's like. You have this, and you were explaining it good the other day, how women have their cycles and men 
She's supposed yeah, to have a cycle. But like, not. look, like, you know, let's say a woman's cycle, it's the period, right? Mm. And that's the expulsion of the material to make the child, right? That happens once a month for them. Your part in creating the child, your semen, you can drop it more than once a month, obviously, but the effects are similar, right? And then boom, sleepy, tired. I mean, the ancient uh, Taoists have a saying in ancient China, they were like, you know, when a man has sex with a woman and then he spills it, he ejaculates, his pillow looks better than the girlfriend right after. Yeah. Because, you know, once you've done that, you fulfilled your purpose biologically as yeah. an organism you've created, boom. And then from that point, your body's like, all right, cool. Now we can rest and recover. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. You're doing rest and recover seven times a day. Well, you're going to be a sleepy dude and it's yeah. going to be hard to get stuff done. And I'm not saying you have to be like Isaac Newton and be a virgin for the rest <laughs> of your life. Or God, if you, if, you need, if you need a little bit of motivation in your life, man, like I think it could help. It helps a lot. I mean, just think you don't have to, you know, when you have a girlfriend, look, it's not like you have to be a master and just never slips. But imagine the potential you would have if instead of every single day, multiple times or twice a day or once a day, you do this, you just turn that into once a month or once a week. It also makes it more, it makes it more special too. Yep. Because if you have sex with somebody every day and you're doing it twice a day, like then you kind of have to do weird shit. Yep. For you to like enjoy the act. Because if you don't, then it's it's gonna get boring, obviously. Or maybe not for some people, but like I mean for I don't want to talk about my personal sexual preferences on camera or whatever, but <laughs> like for me, I'm cool. Like I'm I'm a pretty, you know, I do with what my girlfriend with, you know, what we between us love, right? Yeah. But like I guess some other people like to get creative and, and that's nothing wrong with like I said, I'm yeah. not the bedroom police. But think about it, if you limit the amount of times you do something, when mm -hmm. that act comes, it's, it's gonna more be special. It's more special. Because there's know, no diminishing returns from it. If you do something every day, you're going to have diminishing returns 100%. Like, if you have sex every day versus having sex, let's just say every three or four days. Like, you might, you know, in the back of your head, you might look forward to that sex every three or four days yeah. more than just, you know, oh, got to do it again, doing it again. And the benefits we talk about are going to also help you. The more, I think the concept is that the more you don't do it, the better benefits you get. But then there's a point where you have to reset, right? Well, I mean, that's why <laughs> wet dreams happen, especially if you're a young man. I mean, at the end of the day, your body is going to be like, hey, what's yeah. happening? Like, yeah. kids have to be created. Boom. Like, even when you're sleeping, your brain's just kind of yeah. confused. Like, nope. Sorry. I think that's how you know you're doing it right. And yeah, I, ha I like I said, I've kind of taken on this role of like helping spread the philosophy of no fap. So I've actually had somebody reach out to me because I was told some people to try it mm -hmm. and they told me that they had a wet dream they're like is this cheating i'm like no dude that's no. natural bro yeah. it's your body's <laughs> your body's way of saying that uh it's time you know yeah i mean a lot of where i got this information from in my own like self-education about no fap and just semen retention was uh Taoist, right yeah. and their philosophy but they actually had this is done uh 4800 years ago what they did was they had a calendar Right. And basically they had a calendar of how many times you would, let's say, ejaculate in terms of days. Right. So the older you are, the less you can. The younger you are, the more you can get away with it. But the point being here is that 
basically they even knew back then 4,800 years ago that yeah it has to come out sometimes it's mm -hmm. made to come out yeah, like, literally yeah but you spilling it all the time is not going to help you either especially if you're old if you're like past 30 i mean i don't know the calendar by heart but 30 is probably maybe like once every nine or, or like 10 days right wow. i think for like 20 ish 20s it's definitely not every day it's mm -hmm. probably like every four or five days and that's honestly that sounds like that doesn't sound that not appealing to me like every yeah. three or four or five days it's not bad not bad. and i think why the reason why i did so well doing a long distance relationship and i stayed focused was because i didn't i didn't masturbate and mm -hmm. i only saw that person once every month once every couple of weeks so by nature i was doing semen retention and i didn't even realize it yeah you know what i mean i didn't even realize that that was what was going on and um that was just kind of going into one distraction but is there anything else you want to hit on masturbating about i mean Any i'll point? tell you this uh i think another problem is that a lot of people have free time in their hands so yeah. 70 percent of the internet's porn yeah and then boom you have too much free time in your hands happens and the, the good thing about quitting is that it's not gonna it's not like when you go to the gym and you have to commit to something you have to put two hours out of your day or an hour out of your day this is actually going to save you time yeah so like i've said on the podcast with heather and i'm gonna say it again now like i, I try try quitting mm -hmm. try quitting for two weeks you know if you if you jerk off every day or let's just say even every other day and it takes you 30 minutes from the time you whip your phone out to finishing you know what i mean yeah just being modest because some people spend more. I'm sure some people spend less. Oh yeah. Some people browse and they get, you know, they have to, their whole routine. And and it's been four years for me um, since I've watched pornography or maybe three and a half and then four years since I've masturbated. But from what I remember, like it, sometimes it would take hour, like, you know what I mean? So let's just say on average, you spend 30 minutes every other day. So that's um, about three hours a week. If you do it for two weeks, there's six hours of time that you would have to yourself and talking about the physical benefits we have. So not even just, it's yeah. not just the six hours you save, it's six hours probably plus another six because you, yeah. you save energy. You get you more energized. Oh yeah. You know, you get you have more energy. It, it, dude, it, it, I wonder how many hours I've saved on it in the past four years. I really am, am curious. I mean, obviously a lot because yeah. now we're talking on a podcast, doing things yeah. as opposed to so yeah, it's right now. Just yeah, it's Friday <laughs> night. You know, man, I had a long week. Let's just rub one out and go to bed. Yep. And like, like I said, kind of like because we we plan on having this conversation for this long, but like, just kind of like looking at it full circle. There's so many benefits of doing this just physically, right? Like, oh yeah, you you start to feel stronger. You start to like feel focused. You start to make things happen more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not just the masturbating. Sex obviously does also decrease your ability to be driven and stay focused. It's just the truth. Yeah. Like you were saying, it's a little bit, in my opinion, it's a little bit more natural. I think that I'll take some of the negative consequences if I can share a moment with somebody that I love. Yeah. Right. But just the whole semen retention to begin with, like there's so many physical benefits just alone. Then there's the psychological benefits of not watching pornography, not being reliant on on getting off to you know whatever you want watch you know yeah. lower lowering your delusions because they're all delusional like we we're you were saying like there's you know gang bangs or whatever like yeah that's that's grounds for lawsuits if that happens in real life and the person's not cool with it 
You yeah. know what I mean? And then at any moment she could just say, you know what? I yeah. felt like I was raped. Or after. Yeah. After she doesn't even I mean, have yeah. to. Yeah. She doesn't even have to say, uh, you know, during the thing after it could be like, you know, I, I was drunk and I didn't really want to. And then who looks bad at that point? There's two dudes in the room with one chick. Mm-hmm. Is the chick going to look bad or is the dudes going to look bad? The dudes, the dudes are going to look, look bad. And they're probably going to have at least their reputation ruined. Exactly. No matter if it was 100% false. No matter if she was begging for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if she, even if there's evidence of her begging for it, they're still going to be looked at. They're still going to side of her. 100%. So there's, there's that. There's the physical benefits. There's the psychological benefits. And then I think there's just an overall social benefit. Like you were telling me when you first started, people said, dude, you, you seem like you're happy. Yeah. yeah. Explain that if you don't mind real quick. Sure. Uh, the reports I got, and like you, I also saw it, and this is how I started. I saw porn as immoral, and this is not my current relationship in my last one. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is immoral, right? Whether or not I'm not in the room, me being aroused to another woman while I'm saying I love a woman is wrong. Yeah. Right. But I will say the energy, I, I'm not going back. I, the energy oh, yeah. is profound. And yeah, this was talked about a lot um, back in the day, but in the very popular entrepreneur, entrepreneur book, I'm seeing if it's seeing it's over here, but uh, Think and think, Grow think, Rich, think grow rich. right? There's a whole section about sexual book. transmutation. Sa- chapter seven. Yep. And, and just real quick about this book, because this is a really cool book. I haven't finished it yet. I'm, I'm still listening to the audiobook, but I did get past that chapter. This guy literally went around and interviewed people for 20 years, right? That was his yep. goal, to find out what the key to success was. So and, shout out to Napoleon Hill. And that's the thing. I mean, one of the biggest points that he talks about is that sexual energy is some of the most powerful forces there is in the body. Because think about it. You know, you want to eat. You want to survive. What's the next thing that your body really wants to do if it's biologically have sex? It's to have sex. Yeah. If you can take this, right, and transmute this energy, right? Take this, you know, you're like, let's say you're one of the things that I I realize with this energy is like if it, it sits with you, right? You know that like, oh shit, I'm horny. Yeah. But if you can get it and focus on something else. It's not like that energy left. It's still stuck inside you. Yeah, energy is energy. Like, try doing a workout after five days of just fasting from what we're talking about. Oh, my God, dude. Like, <laughs> you can crush I mean, the dumbbells I've, of your hands. I, yeah, I've, I've, I've practiced this before. I've done workouts after sex, and I've done workouts with no sex. It's like night and day difference. Yep. It's literally night and day. Like my workouts after I have sex, if I ever do do that, I typically try not to. But if I do, they're terrible, dude. They're yeah. horrible. You have no focus, no clarity. It's like you said, and it's a really good point for people who don't understand the physical part of it. Because like obviously, I can probably look up, and I have looked into it. Chris can. We could tell you all the chemical reactions and whatnot. But there's it's a simple comp. Uh, it's a simple concept to understand. Biologically, our body. Once we have sex, that's like that's the end of our life cycle, basically. Yep. We have children. That's that's it. We can die. Once I nut in a, in a female and I have, we have children, like once she's impregnated, my role on this planet biologically is over. It is. It's done. Right? Because I procreated. Now I can die. Like a plant, you've planted your seed. Exactly. And then what happens to plants who drop their seeds usually? They die. Yeah, exactly. They die. I mean, obviously, we live life and whatnot. But yeah. 
But it's you know like you were, you put it uh, good the other day. You're like we we're born, we eat, we grow, and to the point where we're ready to procreate. Then we find a mate, we have sex, and then after that, if we die, we've done our job on this planet. Yeah, I mean, people didn't even used to really live that long back then, and it was because once that part was done of growing the family, yeah, I mean, boom, done. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like humans have become a, a very social driven society to where you have goals and you want to do things and it's great and everything but just thinking about like what you said like you rest after you ejaculate it's rest time now you've done your job your pillow looks better yeah exactly and and just just like think about that like that like if you're doing this when you wake i know people like and this is the scary thing and i knew this this conversation was going to be majority uh taken over by by this topic and i I love it i want to talk about it. yeah um but if you like there's doctors and i don't want to put them in quotation marks i don't want to discredit anyone's you know degree or whatever yeah but there's like doctors that are advocating for these things there's workplaces that are giving people masturbation breaks at work it's like it's like what are we what are we really doing here are we really trying to look out for the best interest of the people that we're doing it in or are we just lying to people well let me ask you something about let's say pharmaceuticals or just the medical industry in the west in general are they really looking out the best for people or are they looking out to make money? Oh, yeah, we, we, we both know the answer. That's like a, a whole other topic. But yeah, obviously, I think it's it's and, and it's what it, you what exactly what you're saying it is. It's to control the society and to keep us weak and keep us not knowing. And I think that if you think about that on a on a granular level, you can really get down to some reasons to why they'd be promoting this stuff, you know. But I, I, I mean, I'm just going to be the, I'm going to look at it from like a regular, regular perspective and say like, may, these doctors are just misled. And it's, it's sad because, you know, as a normal human being, somebody that just listens to what everyone says and doesn't do any research themselves, like, oh, wow, you know, it's the doctor says I should masturbate at least four times a week. It says it's natural and normal. And then they go do these things and then they, they have problems with their weight or they have mm-hmm. problems with their health or they're not, they don't have a good job or they don't have you know, they don't have a girlfriend, a girlfriend. Example, yeah. Right? And then they ask themselves why and why, and they go back to their doctor or their therapist or whatever. And then why don't I have this? Why don't I? And then they, they never address an issue like this, which is a huge issue. Yeah. I think it's huge. I think that it can impact somebody so crazily or cr- crazily or whatever the word is. I'm losing my ability to speak because I don't have any water, but <laughs> um, like it's, it's something that I really do think is uh it needs to be addressed it does because if people knew about the benefits i mean my skin started looking clearer my veins started popping more like an overall mood i mean i feel like a just like if you do if anyone undertakes doing this you're gonna start seeing results within days yeah i don't i don't think anyone who doesn't do this it does not look like good does not feel good like it's not like a a thing where we're we're telling you to try this workout program and maybe it'll work out for you. You know what I mean? No, it will. It's like I feel like everyone who does this, it just becomes a beast. Yeah. Like I've never heard anyone who's like, yeah, I don't, I do no fap, and they look like crap, or they're like, you know, a dweeb. No, yeah. no, no offense. I'm not trying to be, but like everyone who does this becomes like a fucking alpha, like mm-hmm. you know, strong and like just dedicated and driven person. The ones I've seen, you know. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say, "Hey, man, I'm on no fap for a year." And then you look at them, you're like, no, you're not. Yeah. You know? It's like, 
you're doing it. Um, another one of my friends hasn't done it in a long time. He just told me that recently. Um, I don't know if you know Alejandro Ali Chad. Nope. Nick Franklin doesn't do it. Really? Yeah. And you know, Nick Franklin's a beast. Dude, dude. Yeah. He looks like a straight yeah, he's, up. He's a, he's a fucking tank. And um, I'm trying to think. I don't know who else, but it's t- it's typically it's come to where like the past couple of weeks I've thought about this. I'm like, yeah, you know, what? I'm, if people ask me about like, you know, usually when people ask me like, hey, man, how do you look big? How do you look so big? How do you do these exercises? Like, what's your workout program? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them, but I'm also going to be like, hey, man, I don't jerk off yeah, because I think that it could really change some people's lives. It I honestly think it every everyone who undertakes it it will change your life. I'm yeah. very, I'm hundred percent confident because oh, I, I think everybody who it, does it. look, it's in this book by think and grow rich. It's in many Bible. practices. Yeah. It's in the Bible too. <laughs> we, there's a reason why, uh, in, in scripture that's talked about this, you know, don't have sex before marriage. Why? And why every other culture in their religious things, it's just almost the same where it's like, look at the end of the day, chastity, has been super super valued and it's really only in this last century of debauchery do we really have this kind of move from because before before our time before the birth control pill there were consequences to this it wasn't just oh like you know i'm gonna lose energy if i do this if you play around with this stuff you have kids with the wrong person yeah and then at that point most people back in the day wouldn't want to have kids with you again like people marrying kind of other people that were divorced just wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Right. But there are deeper spiritual reasons that now as society, we're realizing just because of things like this podcast or like other people talking about this and we all have an inter, we have a web, we can connect to each other and report our results. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. And people are afraid to talk about this though. It's, it's powerful stuff, my friend. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to talk about this because it's like, it's so normalized. It's a problem that most men deal with. That's why. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, any of the talk that me and Matt have, we're not shaming you. We've no. literally, we've been in that spot. Yeah, I've been, I've, dude, I've, I've surfed hours, hundreds yep. of hours. I was never like super into it. I always thought it was weird, but like I've done my fair share of weird shit on fucking. You, you want to hear I mean? a crazy story? This yeah. is how I know it works. This is a good example for everyone. I did not masturbate until I was 17 years old. Really? And I had so much energy that people found me annoying. People said I was hyper. People said that I needed to relax and calm down. And when I started masturbating when I was 17 years old, I started that is how a lot of the energy went away and I became more chill, more relaxed. But let me tell you something. I was so driven before seven. And I'm not saying I'm not driven now, but I'm saying like from 17 on to like, let's say 20, like 21, that period of my life was probably the foggiest and probably the most unfocused and unproductive. Yeah. But beforehand, when I had never touched it, I didn't even know what it was. Dude, Yeah. I had so much energy, people were fucking annoyed by it. <laughs> but if you had that energy and you transmuted it into what you want to accomplish with your life, whether it be the gym, whether it be work, whether it be whatever you want to do, are you really living up to your human potential if you don't try this? No. Yeah, no. And, and I think anyone who does it for like more than two weeks is never going to want to do it again. Mm-hmm. I really do. And you got to fight the relapse. It's going to it's gonna like hit you. You're going to like see the wrong things. And then, uh, oh, you know who also hasn't? Uh, hopefully he's still on it. 
uh, you know Kairos, the singer guy? Oh, he was on this podcast. Once, yeah, right? yeah, he's on it. Yeah, he, he's he's. I got him on it a couple months ago. I really hope he's still on it. Um, I mean, I think relapses. It's okay if it happens. Oh yeah, you of course. try to avoid it, but I think the important part is it's like you have to understand that you're fighting the conditioning, and like we talked about being seventy percent of the internet, you're fighting the conditioning that you've kind of put your brain through. You know, like imagine going years and years of doing this to yourself, and now you're just trying to break it. It's going to take some time. Yeah, don't worry. Someone to go out. I think, you know, I think when you're trying anything new in life, you're going to, there's going to be mess ups 100%. Yeah. But at the end of the day, with practice, let's say going a whole year, right? Imagine the results and the change that you can make in a year of just full focused energy. Yeah, like you were saying, like uh, everyone's gonna make a mistake. Um, you're probably gonna relapse. I probably relapse. I don't remember. It's been so long, but um, you know, just don't do it. Yeah, just like don't do it. Just try not to. And if it happens, just take on the next day. Like just okay, it happened. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Uh, the problem is, is that it's so addicting. That if you do relapse, I feel like a lot of people just jump right back into it. Unfortunately, yeah. When I was, uh, I discovered the idea of NoFap when I was probably 19 years old. And yeah. then I tried it and I was like, wow, this is just when I was like 17. Yeah. And then I remember one time I relapsed and I just, you just, it, just it was stuck. for years, yeah. <laughs> years. Yeah. And then it wasn't a very long time until like started having relationships and doing stuff like that where I realized, hey, wait a minute. If I don't masturbate, I'm making myself more competitive than the rest of the men who do. Because oh, at the yeah. end of the day, we're not even just talking about the physiological benefits, but just the ability to focus and be more durable than the other men where let's say you're trying something new, right? And you're getting beat up. You don't know what you're doing, yeah, right? People who are focused and who have endurance, they're just going to stick through it. And they're just focused like, you know what? I'm going to make them like me or I'm going to make it happen. That sometimes it doesn't just take like focus. Well, it takes focus, but it takes patience and looking at things from the long term effects of like, all right, I'm yeah. going to look, I'm going to look ahead of time and I'm going to stick through it. You need strong will to do that. Yeah, you need strong will to take all this like, you know, take the falls from trying something new, right? If you're weak-willed, probably going to give up and then boom, relapse and then boom. I would even say that it makes your uh, your market value as a man. And uh, I wanted to get on to some other things on this podcast, but we're probably going to have to wrap up in the next like 20 minutes or so. Uh, so I think what we're going to do, Chris, if you're cool with this, yeah. stick to this one, which are just distractions. The next podcast, we'll do a relationship podcast. And then we'll do one more of the trilogy to finish it out. And we'll do like a, a dreams and like ambitions podcast. So I do think that it'd be really cool to kind of continue this conversation. It's just uh, we can't continue it all in tonight. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just stick to distractions today. Um, and just we'll, we'll kind of wrap up the masturbation pornography stuff. I do want to ask you some questions about yeah. just regular distractions in life because it's a good segue because... I think that once you quit this type of stuff, it was right around the time I started quitting masturbating was when my life started to change. It's like I leveled up a little bit. Yeah. Because the masturbation, if you can stop jerking off, you can stop doing a lot of other shit. 
that's useless. Yes. And and one of the other things that I stopped doing right around the time I stopped masturbating was I stopped partying for no reason. That is definitely a waste. If you can yeah. cut out partying, you know, it's it's crucial because you're just wasting your money, yeah. number one. And then number two, you know, most men, if you really, like, talk with them and sit down, like, hey, you want to, like, date a girl you met at a bar? Like, realistically, yeah, bro, right? A- <laughs> <laughs> like, realistically... You found them there. Do you want to keep dating them if they're going to keep continuing going to that same bar every weekend? Yeah. Probably not. And I think we can segue even further where if you can cut this useless thing out of your life, right? You can cut out things like maybe you don't need to watch a Netflix series every night. You don't need a few hours a day. A lot of people, once they're done with their nine to five, they go and they watch for a few hours show you could be working on getting out of that nine to five job you hate and building the life and dream that you yeah, want to live hundred yeah, percent and there's a reason why it's in think and grow rich it's because if you really want to do something you want with your life it's going to take all of your effort and a hundred percent commitment not yeah half commitment yeah half no I, that's what i'm saying about distractions right like i know i love that you and we probably sound crazy to some of the men like listening yeah, to this. Yeah, like, yeah. I love going out. I love partying. Like, I mean, he Chris went to to um, uh, school in Miami. Yeah, you went to one of the. I mean, not you. You didn't go to school in Miami. You went to school at UCF. Yeah. Um, but you lived in Miami. I did. So you knew about the whole party scene. party scene. Yeah, it was the biggest party scene. And I'm sure UCF was a crazy party scene too. But I know how long did you live in Miami for? Are you two years? Year? Uh two years. So like you were working down there. Yep. And you were in the hospitality industry yep. and everyone in that industry, they, all they do is go out after they eat. Oh my God. After they work, not eat. It, it was insanity. I mean, it was very common. I just said no to being invited out to go out because I knew for a fact that if I went out with my coworkers, dude, I would not be in a place that my girlfriend would want to be. And I certainly was not, would be in a place where I'd want my girlfriend to be. Wait, but, did you still do it or no? Nope. Oh, you never did? I never did it once. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you did. I was confused. No, never. I uh, I definitely went out once with my girlfriend just to see the Miami nightlife. Got and you. I was like, dude, I'm wasting my time and money and I'm just watching it drain. Like, yeah. the amount of money that young people spend on drinks to go out. Oh, I yeah, mean, it's nuts, dude. They're charging you like 14 bucks for a shot of Patron. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. And, and that's like the next step in like leveling up is like, Okay, you cut out one distraction. I think that's, I think a really good thing for everybody that can, because like it's, like I said, it's hard to to just go to the gym and, and, and exercise for two hours a day and stay regimented. That's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. I recommend, and Chris recommends, Chris is a personal trainer now, is going to take on as one of his full-time jobs. But like we recommend, obviously go to the gym. Man. Yeah. But like, but like just, just cut out masturbation first. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not going to the gym, try cutting out masturbation. And then I promise you, you're going to have so much energy, you're going to want to go to the gym. You're going to want to at least do something physical. As, yeah, at least something. Yeah. Run, play soccer, you know, whatever it is. Basketball. But, like, this is, like, just going back onto it, like, I think it's the, I really do think, because everyone does it. Think about something that everyone does that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Some people drink, but not some people don't. Some yeah. people smoke, some people don't. Yeah. But what does everyone do? Everyone jerks off. Everyone. Everyone jerks off. And studies have shown that the effect on your brain when they're doing mri scans of oh, people yeah. watching porn it's just like a drug hit yeah yeah i've <laughs> seen those too i've seen those yeah, too it's really it's, really scary 
it's the only drug other than social media, if you want to call social media a drug. Now that's a whole debate for itself. But like it's the only activity that like if I went up to a hundred dudes, ninety nine out of them would say they do. Yep. You know? I would or maybe ninety, whatever it might be. Maybe there's more on the no fap game. But there's a lot of dudes that do it. More people are joining it, but I feel like the only people that are are people who have that strong will. Like they yeah. truly think like, all right. I'm tired of living my life in mediocrity. And they're like, I want to try this. I want to use every ounce of energy I have, not just like 50 or 60. But uh, once someone gets through, honestly, I think most people, what they should do is like just live in a place without internet for a long time. And what? Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. going to jack off the trees? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that like it's a pro it's a progression to stop. I think stop watching porn and then stop masturbating would be a, a decent progression for somebody. Um, that's what the Heather girl was talking about on the podcast was like she tries to get people off porn first and then off masturbation. Yeah, I think I think if I had to choose one, like if I had to choose for someone to get off of one, I'd rather them just get off of porn. Yep. And just masturbate or whatever. Um, even though I, I think people should just go full on no masturbation. Yeah. But I think porn is like the worst thing, obviously. Right. And then masturbation is close. It's close next to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if, if anyone does it for more than two or three weeks and they try to catch their relapses, like they're aware of their relapses because it's most likely going to happen. Yeah. I think you can do it forever because once you get into that mindset of like, this is disgusting. Like, mm -hmm. I, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is like, and kind of like the same mindset of like going out and wasting your time at like, you know, nightlife. And I'm not saying that you can't go out to a bar or a club if you want to, like once in a while. Um, I just think that it's, it's just like jerking off. It's just yeah. something that people have become so accustomed to doing. Yeah. You know, it's like, Hey, what do you do every day? Oh, I jerk off before I go to bed. What do you do on the weekends? I'm at Clematis Street Friday and Saturday night. Mm. It's like embedded in people's life. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like how me and you are better to go to the gym. Me and you are better to eat protein with all our meals. The same way we're wired to do things that are better for us. Yeah. People are wired to do these like slave. I think they're like, um, they're what, like you said, what keeps us enslaved, you know? It's like these, these, because how much time do you waste out in nightlife? How much money do you waste? Yeah. Probably like 10% of your income and probably I like more, honestly. If it you, could be, yeah. If you're only, if you're not a, someone who's making a good amount of money right and you're spending all your money on these like henny and cokes and stuff like yeah. that and i mean let's say you go out right most people who drink drink they probably need like at least five drinks at the bar to mm -hmm. like truly feel drunk and they're already pregame before so not only are we encouraging alcoholism the club the bar and club is making a giant profit off you with the little two dollars or three dollars they've invested into yeah. these little shots you're getting you're paying them 14 they're wasting your money they're wasting your time and i'm gonna be quite frank this is at least what i felt like with my friends who went out a lot of these dudes are not just going out to celebrate their friend's birthday and stuff this isn't just like a celebration someone just graduated they're trying to get freaking laid. Oh, yeah, I know. 100% <laughs> they're trying to get laid. And, and the funny part I mean, is, that's the only reason, I did, just to be real and honest with you guys, that's the only reason why I really went out when same. I did. Was yeah. to just try to get laid. And a lot of the times, I found myself like, and, and thank God, like, when I, I really do thank my ex-girlfriend for some things, because she kept me in check. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as we had, like, uh, some terrible times and she was not that good of a person, like, I think her for being there so that i could 
like have a reason per se to, to stay away from it, right? To stay away from it a little bit. Cause if not, I don't know what, how destructive I would have been. I lived that whole experience being single in college yeah. and, uh, I didn't waste as much money on drinks cause I just was smart about it. I was yeah. just like, dude, I'm not going to waste this money. But my realization came when it was just a situation where there was just no access to alcohol. Like the bar was taking too long. I was sober, completely walking in. And after like an hour, I realized, and I just like, just sitting and watching people, I was like, dude, let's say I came here to get laid, right? I didn't even know what my, my true like answer yeah. was while I was there. This is a waste of time. I, I would literally not want to date any of these women here. And I was like, you know what? And this was a night's library. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to go. Yeah. And I just went home. And a lot of the guys, bro, who go out, and, and uh, you know, I don't want to get, like, super specific into all this stuff because I don't want to call anybody out or mm. even call myself out say say the wrong things. But, like, a lot of the guys who go and do all this stuff, bro, the ones that try really hard, they don't get laid anyway. No, they don't because like, they're, like, they don't understand the true thing that makes them attractive. Exactly, bro. Like, every time, and I'm going to talk hypothetically right now, so you can either get what I'm saying or not get what I'm saying. But every time I've seen a friend of mine go out and put in so much effort to trying to get laid or like trying to get women, it never works. Yep. I don't care if you're short, tall, ugly, handsome, whatever you are. If you try really hard in that type of stuff, it never works out. It's the dude that's chill that goes there and has a good, if, if people are watching this and are curious about my, um, this is kind of getting off topic, but it's a podcast or whatever, like my uh, philosophy of how I would approach getting women it's like being cool. Like yep. the dude that spends $500 on a table and buys bottles and drinks for everyone, he's not fucking getting laid. He's a simp. He's a simp. He's getting <laughs> he taken really advantage is. of. It's the dude that's suave, that buys a girl one drink and sitting at the bar and is just, you know, even if he's an ugly motherfucker. Yeah. He, you know, that's the dude that's going to get laid. And the problem is, is that we get guys that just like pornography, they get on these levels. They're like, you know, maybe, maybe they got, they made out with a girl at a bar. Mm -hmm. So like, Dude, fuck. If I go out and I, I buy a table next time, maybe I'll get laid. The same way with yeah. the porn. Like, oh, I just jerked off to this. But if I buy this premium, bro. I can get better stuff. Yeah, I can, you know, if I get this girl's OnlyFans too, like I could watch her masturbate or I could watch her do this. Like, fuck, man. Like, like you know what I mean? It's like yeah. a, it's an addiction within an addiction. Because then these people are going out every weekend. And, and at first it was just a couple of drinks trying to get girls. Now it's I'm buying tables spending you know money that i could put down on a car or a house or investments or whatever it might be yeah. to try to have that one you know that i want to get that one girl and then what happens when you fuck the girl you fuck her and what happens it's usually nothing shit right yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's usually it's it's, it's it's usually trash yep because you don't know her you don't exactly. have a connection with it's, her. it's not fun it's like awkward and like the whole night you're trying to like you know fuck this girl and like it's like it's you it never accounts for anything and like whether you're a guy who sleeps with one chick your whole life or a thousand chicks you it's not gonna in my book i'm not gonna be like wow dude the dude that fucked that you're a baller bro like you're you know i would never look at a guy that way yeah. I, I would probably be i'd respect the guy who's only fucked one girl more than i would respect the guy who's fucked a thousand girls because what does it come with a thousand? You know, why does it matter who you're sleeping with, what you're doing, unless they're paying your bills, you know, mm -hmm. or they have like some crazy connection that, you know, you needed. There's no other than the sexual pleasure. And it goes back to the beginning about just like letting your shit spill everywhere. You're getting a, a, a three or four second 
pleasure. You know, you get that nut. Yeah, and then gone. And then gone. And then there goes 400 bucks. Yeah. Dude, what, what about like your cousin or your aunt or somebody in your family that may have needed that money mm-hmm. or something or what, whatever it might be? What about yourself? You know, you're spending all this money and then like you're stressing out about your credit card bill at the end of the month or whatever. It might I think be. it's the same for honestly, I'm going to call, maybe call some people out with this strip clubs, dude. Oh, yeah. What bro. is more simple like than look? Ah, oh, dude, I think just, the same thing. You're bro. just spending this money on these girls just because they're hot there's not even a guarantee they'll do anything of you they're just gonna like shake your butt and give you a lap dance but yeah bro my friend the amount of (laughs) money you could have invested in yourself in the gym in growing your your business or growing your career or just just getting just learning more you could have gotten a girl to do one girl who loves you wants to have your babies and wants to truly commit and submit to you and she will do all this and any outfit you want and all this other stuff because you chose to invest in yourself and be the best version of yourself. A lot of guys don't realize this. You want to get laid, whatever, stuff like that. You're not going to get it by just the easy way. I'm just going to show up to a club and look kind of cool and buy some drinks. Yeah. That's just anything good in this world comes with hard work. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get, I'm sure some guys will get laid, but the majority of guys that do that are going to show up with high hopes, yeah, they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, it's gonna be the best night of my life." Like more than likely, bro, you're probably gonna have a shit time, yeah, and you're gonna have wasted money. You're gonna have wasted energy, not just the sexual energy, but just like your mental energy, bro. It takes a lot out of you to go and do these things. And I personally am one to believe that these are not the type of memories I like. I'd rather remember this in 20 years right, right now. Yeah, like, dude, me and Chris 20 years ago made a fucking dope podcast. That was, you know, whatever. We talked about this stuff. Then be like, oh, yeah, me and Chris went out and we fucking bagged two bitches. Like, we had a fucking, like, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't really intrigue me. Like, I, I can go back and show this or maybe even, like, you know, some knowledge I learned and share that later with my children or friends. Then share, like, a, a story about how me and you went to Clematis and, and banged two ugly-ass chicks. I have a situation about that. I mean, uh. A memory yeah. that's similar to that. And to be quite frank, I'm so much ashamed of it. Like, <laughs> it was a waste. Like, it just didn't, it just, it wasn't that great compared to what I have with my partner now. Yeah. It is literally just, I don't know how to how to even compare it. Like, it's like the Grand Canyon to, like, a little canal, like, in terms of greatness, like, of what I would say I experience now because a lot of people don't understand this about sex. It's a connection. It's not just an animalistic thing. You know, it's a connection between you and that other person. And usually the intensity and the pleasure and the true satisfaction of said sexual act, the best, and we all know this, the best sex is had between two people who live, love each other, usually in a marriage. Yeah, I know, 100%. Or in a a deep relationship with, yeah. But you can't have that, and a woman's at least a, a woman who's faithful is not going to marry you if you don't take accountability and truly try to maximize your life. Yeah, 100%. you know. But this is a very similar path. People like Mike, Mike Tyson, yeah, stuff like that. They if they want to win a fight or they want to try their best, what do they do? Yeah, they stop masturbating. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but cutting out just distractions too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you want to get, if we want to get into like a crazy uh, realization of these things, like 
if you want to be the most successful version of yourself, nine times out of ten, you shouldn't have a girlfriend. Like we're yeah. we're taking we're no, and that's the truth. We're taking a risk investing into somebody else. Yeah. You know? Like, for example, I'll take Conor McGregor, who apparently his wife paid for all his shit when he was doing training. I don't know if you ever heard that story. Before. I heard that story. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, maybe she's the one. But more than likely right now, me and Chris are limiting a portion of our potential to trade off for our females. Time, now, energy. Yeah, but now like kind of like backtracking on that, obviously like as individuals, as people, we also like want to live life too, right? We yeah. want to enjoy it. So that's the drawback of it. We lose some success, but we gain some fun in other areas. But like just speaking about logically, if you're someone out there that maybe doesn't have the direction or maybe you think that you're late or maybe that you think that you're running out of time, you got to cut out the distractions. Me and Chris are relatively young. We're still old. We're in our 20s, but we're relatively young. You know, I think at a certain point, people should stop dating, honestly. You yeah. know, if they haven't got their life together and they're like in their 30s or 35, 36, and they're like still worried about finding love, but they haven't settled themselves yet, they shouldn't worry about dating. This is why I'm kind of like against like the dating app culture. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Like Tinder and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, we'd have to have a whole number podcast, yeah, podcast to talk about, about just Tinder and yeah, stuff. It's crazy. I'm, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, sure. fix the camera and then we'll we'll kind of close it out. Sure. You know, you know what time it is? You like the way it was going so far? Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, fun. I'll probably bring like, notes next time. Yeah, we should. We're, we're definitely gonna do another one whenever we have time. But um, all right. But uh, and yeah, anyways, that's a whole nother discussion for another time. But uh, just to kind of wrap things up, I guess we'll call this one how to get rid of distractions yeah. podcast because, you know, it was a big podcast about masturbation and pornography and the negative side effects it has. But like I was saying, and I think you would agree, Chris, like this stuff comes with uh, a lot of different implications. Hold on, let's make this weird noise. Uh, Can you twist it? that one for sure they're they're the they're shutting down our podcast they don't want you to yeah. hear this information <laughs> there's some neck beard in silicon valley he's just messing with our setup right now he's like don't tell him the secret fucking <laughs> But I think this same thing, like cutting out the fluff or cutting the fat, yeah, it applies to not just this. Because imagine you can cut out this part of your life that's useless, right? I bet you, you know what? I don't need to watch that movie for free hours. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Boom. That's, I, there, I have stuff I need to be doing. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, when I was in UCF and when uh, I was in Miami... And for a long time, I smoked, you know? Yeah. For a long time. There you go. We could we can hit on that before we close out because I think that's another huge one. And I'll tell you what, I, the only times I quit, and now I'm like completely clean, but the way I was quit is through this method because what would happen is that I'd be like, mm, this is kind of useless, you know? Like at the end of the day, the amount of focus and clarity that you felt doing this 
it you can probably feel less lesser effects but still compounding effects from cutting out other things like i i honestly recommend to a lot of men dude you can watch a movie like one movie a week maybe but yeah. even then that's like three hours a movie every day or yeah, like a few it. like or a show every day bro think about that though like yeah. how often is it that people just work and then boom they go home and tune out if you wire your brain to do these things though it doesn't become like a chore anymore like if you wire yourself to like not to like emit the distractions like i was saying earlier if you start with one thing mm-hmm. and you build on it it's not like a hard, it's not like every day i'm like fuck man i want to watch a movie i want to jerk off i want to smoke weed because you know that was another thing i think that this is something i'm gonna hit on before we close out yeah. too is like all the things we're talking about marijuana masturbation and going out those are three things that i would say probably 70 percent of the people that i know or that live around us do 100 percent. and those are like if you combine those three together i don't do any of those three anymore same imagine how much time goes into all that you know how, how much money goes yeah into it too. that too yeah and then all the money that you know how you make money normally you had to invest time into that so not only are you wasting the time with these activities, right? You are then, let's say for for talking about marijuana, because porn is free, you're wasting the time that you spent working. Yeah, to get high. To get high and then just feel kind of euphoric in this lesser state where to be quite frank, anyone who's I've smoked for a long time back in the past, you are not the sharpest, smartest version no, of you're, yourself. You're delayed. And the people who think that, you know, they're just stoned right now, like they're thinking, that's not true. It makes me more focused. It makes you this. No, it's it's, it's, it's not. It's the same way with masturbation and stuff. It's like, well, I do it because it relaxes me. Mm-hmm. It relaxes you because you believe it relaxes you. It yeah. does relax you. Yeah, it, it makes you feel relaxed, but not in the way that we want to be relaxed. Yeah, it relaxes you from the stress and the, resp- the stress the response. and fear yeah. like you talked about yesterday. It relaxes you from the stress and fear of the fact that you know you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing with your life. Yeah. Exactly. And these little things like weed or masturbation, for example, you're letting your brain just kind of have that break when you should let it live in that fear and be like, hey, I'm, let's say, I'm 35. I still not married. I don't have a career. I don't have anything. What's wrong with me? Yeah. I smoke weed every day. Yeah, I exactly. masturbate every day multiple times. what's wrong with me here's the thing right you cut off that you're gonna go for a period after your mind is clear you're gonna realize holy shit that's what i haven't been doing what i'm supposed to yeah and what you should do is listen to that fear in your heart and follow it and just do things do the things that ease that stress that are constructive like if you're stressed about a test hmm this test is coming up in a month. How could I be less stressed about it? I could smoke some weed. Yeah. Or you know what you could do? You could prepare for it. Yeah, you could study more. So you're yeah, you could out. study so you're not yeah. as stressed. And and at the end of the day, like take everything we say with your perspective on life. I'm not trying to hear to police anyone. I'm not the dick yeah, police. Same. I'm not going to go like fucking knock on your door and stop jerking off. But I think that there's a lot of good in, in what we talked about in terms of like people can take this where they want to take it. You know, maybe it's not quitting fat forever. But I think you still see benefits if you only masturbate once a week yeah. versus every day or every other day or maybe once a month. And then I think 
that if you slow it down, eventually you're just going to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yep. Same thing with weed. You know, when I got off of, uh, I didn't smoke marijuana that long, but when I did, it was like smoke weed, put, I'm going to hit one, one more thing. Cause I'm sorry. Yeah. Just throw on the marijuana. Cause this came, I had marijuana going out, masturbation, video games. Yep. That will take up, that will take up waste of all, time. all of your, unless you're making money off of it and I have a friend of mine who watches this podcast who actually is like a streamer. Uh, shout out Julian Polo. Um, but like those four things, bro. And if you have a full-time job, where's your time to do anything else? Yep. You're Gone. fucked. You're, you're going to yeah. live in that slave mentality. Nine to five, come home, eat dinner, video games, masturbate, bed. Weekends, go out. unfortunately what happens to, uh, to be quite frank, I think 60 to 70% of men, their daily routine, and this should scare you, is this. They work a nine to five. They hate. It's not even an industry they like. Yeah. They go home. They either smoke weed, right? If they're not already high at work, which usually they are, just saying. And then from that point, they're home. They watch Netflix or, which is probably more common because you and I both know as men, we like to do things. We like to be competitive. Mm -hmm. They play a video game to yeah. feel competitive, to feel like they're yeah. doing something. And they're just digitally killing someone on some digital battleground and call of duty. And after they do that, like you said, they're probably doing more. And then they just fap and they go to sleep oh, and literally think of that six hour block. Just yeah, it's gone. gone. And that honestly, I mean, we're only alive for a finite amount of time. Yeah. And then throw a girlfriend in there, dude. What, where do you have time to do anything for yourself? There's not. There's not. Nothing it, gets done. There's none. And then she ends up leaving you because <laughs> yeah, exactly. literally, oh and this God. is a very, how, how often have you heard this from women? Oh, I dumped him because he really wasn't doing anything with his life. Yeah. How common is that? It's really, And I hope that if someone watches this all the way through or whatever, hears this and knows somebody, just think about these five things we talked about. Masturbation, uh, marijuana, going out, video games, girlfriend, relationship. Like those are full-time. I'll put all together. That's like 60 hours of your week. I caught out video games for the last two months, actually. Yeah. Completely. I, I, so I haven't played video games since Fortnite. Um, I'll, I'll play with my cousins if I go like once every like four months. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with video games. Just like TV. You just got to limit it. You, you know? just have to moderate it. Yeah. Now, if you're making money off it. Yeah, go for the fucking, yeah. Go for it. The yeah. sky's a limit. But that's because you've probably found what you truly like. Because most people, if they spend money into these games and they're making money off it, they're usually not just playing. They're either entertainers. Yeah. yeah. And that means they're providing a service to other people. Yeah. Or they're coaches. Yeah, 100%. The only sad thing about that is like then they're then they're feeding to like other people's bad behavior. But yeah, at the end of the day, that is what it is. But um, anyways, we're going to close the podcast out for tonight. It was a great conversation. I can't wait to do another one. Chris, anything you want to say before you uh, before we log out? Mm, I would say just remember the main points we had about this cutting out. I know we covered a lot about one topic, but think about cutting out the distraction from your life because if you free up that time and use it to make your life better, you won't feel like you need crutches. You need Netflix. Think about making the life where you live in it and it's exciting on your own. You don't need something artificial. 100%. And um, I think that uh, over time we start to realize how important these things are. And uh, I hope that people watching this out there realize it sooner or later. Just because as much as you have your whole life to make things happen, um, the world moves really quick. So lost opportunities, 
might not come back. Yep. I think that at any point in your life, you can make memories with friends, but you can't always make opportunities. Opportunities don't come very often. You can make a memory. Me and Chris can go out to Clematis tomorrow night if we want to and fucking go party our asses off. Or me and Chris can take the opportunities we get now at a young age, work. And then even if I want to go out and when I'm 27 years old and make that same memory that we've made right now, yeah, one, we'd probably be richer than we are now like then. And also, like, those things can wait. You they know? can. I mean, have you seen those? Have you seen when you're at a restaurant and stuff, there's a bunch of old men. They obviously have money. They're wearing nice clothes. They're all drinking and having fun. They're celebrating at the right time after they made their life, yeah. not beforehand. Exactly. There's nothing to really celebrate unless you've accomplished something. And not saying that me and Chris haven't accomplished our own things. He graduated from college. I'm graduating from college. But we have a lot more we want to do. So until those times, I'm sure we'll, you know, we work out together. We hang out. We do podcasts and stuff. But uh, until then, we enjoy the process of doing the hard work and learning and growing because that's what life's about. When you're young, you're ambitious. It's the easiest time. If you're 32 or 33 years old, you have children already. It's hard as fuck, man, to do things mm -hmm. like this. Because, like, at that point, you're growing up and your responsibility is those children. Yep. So why not take advantage of being young, use what you have to use, use the resources you have to be the best person you could be, and then later in life, if you want, you know, take the time to go vacation, take the time to go do, you know, the distracted things. That once you've already had your stuff accomplished. So, I agree. Yeah. But anyways, guys, this has been another Buff Talk. Make sure to go check Chris out. I'll have his Instagram in the bio. And then maybe by then, Chris will have his lifting page up. Uh, we'll see when this drops. But uh, thank you, Chris, for having uh, coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Dude, it was a blast. This was an hour and something minutes of above talk. Thank you guys for watching. Take care and have a great rest of your night.